Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Secrets of Marketers podcast, the only podcast you can rely on to give you real, raw, unfiltered marketing advice covering the latest tips, tricks, and tools that millionaire marketers use to make money online. I am your host, Jeremy Blossom. Sit back, relax, and let's start discovering the true secrets of marketers. Hello, everybody. This is Jeremy Blossom. I am the host of the Secrets of Marketers podcast. And today I am so honored to have a friend and my mentor and the very first guest on the Secrets of Marketers podcast, Mr. Todd Brown here with us today. Say hello, Todd. Hey, hey, super excited to be here, man, and honored to be your first guest. Yes, this is uh, this has been a dream come true. This whole experience with the podcast and being in your top one mastermind has been absolutely incredible. But for the people out there who've been living under a rock, because I know that your name is out there everywhere, and most of the people listening to this podcast are going to know who you are. But for those for those who don't, Todd, will you give everybody kind of an intro and a little bit of a background on on who you are and what you do? Yeah, absolutely. So I've been in the world of direct response marketing for, uh, it'll be about two decades shortly. So I'm one of those grizzled, uh, grizzled beat up veterans in this game. Uh, and I've seen all the changes that you can imagine, but my focus is really helping motivated, ambitious entrepreneurs to dial in their customer acquisition campaigns and their backend monetization campaigns. And so we do it with you know, just great ideas, as you know, with dialed in marketing messages and and offers and marketing arguments, and uh, and it's really it, it's been an incredible ride, and I'm uh, I'm blessed, man. Yeah, you've been doing some absolutely incredible things in this space for a long time. Um, of all the things that you have focused on and you've seen, this is 2019, and like you said, you've been doing this for for two decades, for a long time. And, and this show, what we're really about is encouraging people to take action and really get into um, the, their marketing from a totally different perspective. So in 2019, Todd, what would you say are some of the number one, two or three things that everybody must be doing today in order to win and succeed? Yeah, I well first of all man I love the fact that you are kind of you're you're looking at what are the players in marketing doing like you know what what is really happening behind the scenes for the people that are putting up big numbers. And the the very first thing that I would say arguably one of the most important lessons that I've learned in the in the almost two decades doing this is that today as we're recording this, what prospects want to know is not only the benefits of your product or service, not only what's the transformation, what's the payoff, what's the result that they're going to get, but today, more so than ever before, they want to know how your product or service 
works. And they want to really see from you that your how, your mechanism, the way that your product or service delivers the benefit to them, that it's something different. It's something unique, that it's not a commodity, right? They want to know not only that you can deliver a result for them, that you can alleviate their problem, but they want to hear from you that you've got a unique way of doing that, a way that they haven't tried before, a way that they haven't been offered before. And that's really all, all marketing. Like one of the things that I see, Jeremy, all the time that just will kill a marketing campaign is when an entrepreneur or marketer presents their product, they present all the benefits, they make all of these claims, and then they present their product as a, as a pure commodity. For example, so everybody understands what I mean by that. Let's say there's somebody that's selling a vitamin supplement for bringing down blood pressure. And they talk about the negative consequences of uncontrolled blood pressure. And then they talk about how you can take this pill and you can bring your blood pressure down almost immediately. It's natural. There's no side effects, blah, blah, blah. And then they say something like the secret is the fact that it contains 500 milligrams of magnesium. Well, what they've just done is they have literally shot themselves in the foot because (laughs) all they've done is sold the prospect on magnesium, on the commodity, at which point the prospect can then say, boom, pause the video, go over to Amazon and look up 500 milligrams of magnesium. Where can I get it cheaper? Where can I get it faster? Where can I get it easier? Right. And so today you want to present your solution as something proprietary, as something unique, as something different Um, So that when you, in essence, sell your prospect on that unique mechanism, all roads lead to you. The only place that they can find fulfillment is by buying your product or service. And so does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. I I love that. I call that the Amazon slap or the Google slap. So you get somebody really, really primed and really excited. And yeah, you deliver the solution, but you commoditize it. And so they do the Amazon slap and boom, they're off of the webinar that they're on there. They they pause the video that you've just sent them all this hard work on putting all this stuff together. And then you just give it all away. What would be your, what's your favorite tactics then um, of demonstrating the uniqueness of that particular product or service that 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 someone who's listening has, how can they differentiate themselves? What are some of the things that they could specifically do? Are there words that they could use? Is it like a, you know, what are some of the things that you see working? Yeah, so it's it's actually it's it's rather simple. It's not necessarily easy, but it's pretty straightforward. And so the first thing that that everybody needs to do is they need to look at their product or service. And this applies whether you are if you're selling sheds for the backyard, you're selling teeth whitening or you're selling an information product consulting, it doesn't matter. The same approach applies regardless of what it is that you're marketing and selling. First thing you got to look at your product or service. You have to really kind of uh, uh, examine your product or service. And you really have to ask yourself, how does my product or service work? So I know that I, you know, I can promise that it does X, Y, Z, that it gives these benefits, that it eliminates these problems, these pain points, right? But you, you then have to ask yourself and you want to write this down. How does it work? Right. If you're selling a vitamin supplement, is it there? Are, there are certain nutrients in there, right? And is it because of certain nutrients? Is it because of the combination of nutrients? Is it the combination of nutrients in certain dosages? Is it the combination of nutrients in certain dosages and the the type of those 
those nutrients? Like, what is the reason why the product or service works? Just like if you were a chiropractor and you're helping people alleviate, let's just say, low back pain. Well, there's a process that you bring a new patient through, right? Maybe there's some sort of new patient orientation where you do certain diagnostics on them. You'll do certain stretches. You'll do mu- muscle stim. You'll finish up the 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 uh, the appointment with a massage. Let's just say there's a process that you use, and there's a reason why you use that process. There's thought that went into why you are doing or offering or why your product contains whatever it contains. Well, the very first thing that you want to do is you want to give that a name, name it, like give it a name. I don't care. Again, if you're a chiropractor, right, there's a process that you use. You're not, you're not following what the chiropractor up the road does exactly. Even though you're both offering chiropractic care, even though you may both be offering massage, even though you both may be offering muscle stim, there's an order to what it is that you do. There's a reason behind why step one is step one, step two is step two, and so on. And so name it. Give it a name, give it a title. And the reality is this, that the name that you give it is far less important compared to just naming it. So a lot of people get caught up in, well, like, what should I name it? Should it be this benefit-driven name? Should it be more scientific, right? Should it feel credible? Should it feel more uh, promotional? The reality is that don't get caught up in the name uh, so much as you just name it. And the reason why, Jeremy, the reason why this is so powerful, and I want all of your listeners to understand this, is because the beauty is this. When you promise a prospect that they can experience a result, and you tease at the beginning of your campaign that you've got a unique way that you're going to tell them about that allows them to experience that outcome, you create a massive amount of hope in your prospect. Hope that maybe this time with your product, with your service, with your offer, with what you're about to tell them about, they can finally experience the result that they're after because nobody's ever ever offered it to them before. And prospects immediately begin Mm. to think and feel that maybe that's what I've been missing. Maybe that's why all those vitamin supplements that I took didn't help to lower my blood pressure because they were missing this LMNOP mechanism. Maybe that's why the diet didn't work because it didn't leverage this LMNOP process in my body, right? Maybe that's why that search engine optimization method that I followed never got me first page rankings because it was missing this, you know, XYZ system. And so you give them tremendous hope. The other thing that you do is you cut through the clutter. And what I mean by that, the advertising clutter. What I mean by that is that today, most of your prospects, they've heard the claims before. They've been promised all these benefits, right? Most people are selling benefits, 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 claims, claims, claims. They've heard it before. And what they want to know is, okay, how does your thing deliver that to me differently from what I've already tried, what I've already been offered? And so does that make sense? Yeah, I love that. It does. And you know what? You said something so well uh, because some of my episodes, I harp on standing out from the clutter, from the noise of all the ads that are out there. And you have to, you got to demonstrate uniqueness. You got to have a differentiator. Um, You need to establish authority. And what you've just kind of described is that by naming your system or processes, that does all three things simultaneously. By naming it, first of all, it means it's completely custom. If they try to Google it, they're only going to find you. 
right? Your service yep. or your product. Number two is that that, that is in its essence making you the authority on that particular subject matter. And then it does all the other things that we just talked about. Uh, I'm wearing New Balances of the 501s, right? So New Balance 501s, you Google those, that, that that's the only New Balance 501s that are out there. Adidas just had their boosted shoes. I mean, big brands do this all the time by establishing and naming what it is that they have and then why they're boosted shoes or the 501s are the best things since sliced bread and what they're the unique. But if everyone went out there and said, Hey, if you're having high arch, you have high arches and you need this support, uh, you know, then you need this type of shoe. Well, then they're going to go Google that shoe. But if you tell them, Hey, I've got this specific thing that could help you. It's called the boosted or it's called the 501s or called whatever it is. It's going to help you with your high arches. Oh, now all of a sudden they've connected their problem with your solution in their head. And that byproduct is the hope that you just mentioned. And hope is what keeps people interested, right? In what it is that you're selling. They're going to continue to engage with you. Yeah, I'm right. I'm I'm tracking with you. This is gold. Yeah. And let's, let's even take it right. And you nailed it. You totally nailed it. Let's even take it up a level. So, right. If you say like when marketers, when an advertiser, and again, doesn't matter if you're selling sheds, if you're selling extermination services, right? Like it does not matter. If you say like, if you make a claim, right, which is what most sales messages, most advertisements are are filled with today. Even most campaigns, funnels, whatever you want to call them, are, are filled with claims today. If you make a claim like um that this will keep ants out of your out of your house, right? Like and that's how you're promoting your your you're an exterminator and that's how you're promoting your services. Well the reality is that that's how every other exterminator is promoting their services. They're making the same claim. Right. And so what you want to do, you're not going to differentiate yourself today with a different claim, not in 99% of markets and, and, and niches today, not unless you have a truly yeah. innovative product. Right. So the reality is that you're going to be making the same claims, the same benefit statements as your competitors. The way that you differentiate yourself from them is not in the claims, it's in how. Now, as an exterminator, if you said the reason why, the, the reason why our service keeps ants out of your home for a year minimum is because we use a scientific uh, ratio of two different chemicals that have been proven in Harvard, you know, science lab to, uh, to work no matter what the weather is, sun, rain, shine on all types of ants. And it's been proven over and over. We call it the, the double helix ant repellent. Or whatever. Well, now, <laughs> right now, yeah. like, and I just write, I'm making that up off, you know, off the cuff. Now you've got a, sure, a, a differentiator right. right there, right? Now I have something as the prospect to hang that, that claim on that makes me feel like, well, there's a credible reason, a real reason why he or she is, is making this claim. The reason why it works, the name, the mechanism serves as a proof point that most just don't offer. Most people, most entrepreneurs, most businesses just make claims. And so that's why I said that today, that's, it's not enough. Claims fall on deaf ears today because people are bombarded with advertising messages everywhere they go. And folks know, most folks, at least reasonably savvy direct response, direct marketing entrepreneurs know that it's all about benefits. But today that's not enough. And so even with the shoe example, now let's say we said, let's say we, we had a, a shoe 
Uh, like here, I'll, I'll give you another example. So a friend of mine uh, has a razor. It sells for uh, about $300, so it's really high-end. Now, mind you, right, we know that most razors are a dollar, a dollar fifty. And he explains that his razor gets like the closest shave that you'll ever experience. It's the closest thing to it's it's a, like a cartridge razor, but it's the closest thing to an actual straight blade that you can get um, at home without any razor bumps. All all of that. Now, look if if that's where he stopped his marketing message, that would be a typical claim based, promise based, no evidence, no proof, nothing for me to hang my hat on. Yeah. It would be what I would say, like, all right, that's you know, it's a sales pitch. But he goes on to talk about how not only the type of, I believe, steel or whatever it is that they use for the actual blade, but they identified through countless studies of, of, razor, of razor blades a very particular angle for the actual blade tip. And it's because of the steel that they use and the angle at which they cut the blade that it is the reason why mm. it performs the way it does. And we could take that same example, Jeremy, and we could go over to like, if you and I came out with our own shoe and our own sneaker, let's say, and we said that this sneaker is, is great, is, is perfect for folks with, um, with high arches, let's just say, and it eliminates the pain, uh, in the lower leg associated, associated with high arches. Well, anybody can make that claim. Anybody that's selling any kind of sneaker can make that claim. But if we then explain, if we said something like, and the, the reason why, right, is the secret is in the type of padding and the angle of the padding that is placed in the heel. And what it does is it puts your ankle at a blah, 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 16 degree, uh, 16 degree angle, which is what alleviates pain in the calves, the shins, the knees, and all the pain associated with, um, right? And we call it, right, we call it the whatever, the 14 degree tier. And it's the 14 degree tier yeah, that right. makes this shoe so effective. Well, now see the beauty is, and let's take this one more step, Jeremy. The beauty is that now our entire marketing campaign, whether we're using a video, a webinar, whether we're using a long form sales page, a short form sales page, whatever it may be. Now our whole marketing message can be education based, educating them on, in this made up example, the 14 degree tier and why it works and how it works and why it's superior to the other shoes that are claiming the same thing. Like in essence, we're opening the eyes of our prospects to why this unique mechanism is the solution that they've been looking for. And by the time that we are done, before we ever even present our offer, they want, in this example, that 14 degree tier in their shoe because they now understand why it works and why it's so different from everything else. I love that. And education that you hit a keyword that I'm a huge advocate of. And, you know, I just want everyone to, to notice a couple things here. So far we've talked, Todd is, is one of the most incredible top in our industry marketers and we're, he is just spilling the beans here. And I so appreciate this because you're just giving us all these amazing, amazing points and examples on how to build an effective campaign. And here's what everyone, everyone to just stop and, and think about for a second. Not once has Todd mentioned a media source. He hasn't said Facebook. Not once has he said you need Instagram ads. Not once has he said some type of tracking tool that you need or some type of flashy, flashy widget that you have to have right now. None of that stuff. So many people get distracted with the shiny object syndrome 
business owners and entrepreneurs trying to find this thing that they can make money with real fast because it's easy. And they spend all their time and money researching the landing page builder or their content management system and not actually this stuff right here. They don't get into the psychology of the person that they're talking to and understanding what can I do to convey my value proposition, get them excited, um, um, show them the proof that this is something unlike anything that they've ever seen before. And this is at the heart. The best marketers in the world, I believe, are the best salesmen in the world because they can think and, and respond in real time to what the person's trying to do. We need to do that. The next level to do that is do that digitally, do that in, a, in an experience where we don't have that luxury. And so education is a double-edged sword. It is, um, it, you get to kill two birds with one stone. Why? Well, because it's value, right? You get to sell by sharing. And that is the new way of doing things. We are, I, I personally believe that we are in a whole new era. We're in the info era. And now, for the first time ever, the buyers have been empowered. See, 20 years ago, 25 years ago, 50 years ago, all the consumers out there are just being told what to do and told what to buy because the mediums were TV and radio and direct mail. There wasn't this access to go and find out what other people are doing, research something. They didn't have that luxury. And so trust with brand reputation or some type of famous actor telling you something was the way to do it. And that is a big common mistake in 2019, you know, that a lot of people are still using the tell they're still, hey, you need to be doing this, and they're making claims. And at StrikePoint, our, our expression here is that claims are lame. You know, it's an easy way. Claims are lame. Claims are lame. Anytime we see something that's just an, a campaign that we're building for one of our clients, we look at it, and if it's just a claims-based campaign, we say claims are lame. We got to do something better. We can do more. And so we got to take the, the promise that we're delivering out there, and we need to stack it with a bunch of proof. And we can show that proof, and this is such an ingenious way, this is such an ingenious way of doing it, is by showing proof through education, through information, which again, touches back on you becoming the authority in your space. It's a unique differentiator. And honestly, I, I ask people this too. You know, Todd, what, what's the last big purchase that you've made? Have you bought a car recently? Have you, you know, uh, bought a house or, 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 you know, a really nice watch? What's the last big purchase you've made? Yeah, I bought uh, my younger daughter a car. Oh, there we go. Okay. Um, your daughter is very lucky. And so you bought her a car. And so as you're going through the car, you know, finding process, how much did you read and try to learn about the car market when you were buying her a car? Um, I certainly learned about the car that she was interested in and learned about the safety um, features of it for sure. Right? Because I believe that if you look at yourself, when you're in, when, and a lot of times what people do is they get caught up by building a campaign for the tire kickers, for the looky loods and the professional leads that are out there, that's exactly what you're going to get with a, a claims-only campaign. You're going to you're going to you're going to be an amazing lead generator, <laughs> but you can't. No business can live off of leads alone. That's just not how you can't you can't live off of a bunch of window shoppers. You need people to take out their credit card and purchase what it is they need to purchase. So to do that, you got to take them through the customer journey from the attraction or where 
awareness, to the engagement, to the consideration. And what I believe that proof and education can do is that you can find people in the consideration phase. And you're, if you've got a really good campaign, it'll take them from click to seeing your ads somewhere online or hearing about you somewhere to the point where they're in serious consideration mode and you can avoid the Google slap and the Amazon slap by following what Todd just laid out here is by actually showing them the how and the why behind it and by naming it to be your own unique service product or brand. This keeps everybody in the customer journey and keeps everybody flowing through into the buying which is the ultimate goal here is to get someone to purchase the thing that you're doing without getting distracted, without feeling overwhelmed, without feeling um, like that they distrust with you or feeling like this isn't the right thing for them, you know, when, when truly it is. Um, also, you know, getting them to, to not even hesitate at the price point and getting them to do that. Um, so that, that's what I heard you say, Todd, and I thought that was absolutely gold. Yeah, I, I, you killed it. You just, I mean, you you were spot on, man. You just killed it. That was a great explanation. You know, I think you, you said, just to, to touch on a couple things very quickly, you said some gold in there as well, some additional things. Number one, right, like for everybody to understand, you're, you're not in the business of generating leads. You're in the business of generating customers and repeat sales. And I know that that might seem yep. obvious, right, but a lot of entrepreneurs will get caught up in measuring the wrong thing, right? Like at the end of the day, you could go out of business yeah. if you're not converting enough leads into buyers. And so you're in the business of generating customers and, and repeat buyers. The other thing that you said, which was also absolutely spot on was you talked about like, look, you, you're, you know, when you like, without getting too deep into this topic, right? There's a huge difference between marketing and selling. Right, It was Peter Drucker who said years ago that the job of marketing is to make selling superfluous, to make selling unnecessary. Mm -hmm. Selling, when, when you're just talking about the product, the features, the advantages, the benefits, the, the, the offer, that is great when you're talking to somebody who is at the end of the buying cycle. They already know what type of product they want. They already know that they want your type of product or service. And now what they want to know from you is why yours. But... Everybody else that's not at that point in the buying cycle, they need marketing. They need education. They need to be led from where they are, right, at the early stages of the buying cycle to the point where they are ready to be, quote unquote, sold on why your product is the right choice. There are a lot of people that they just know that they have a problem, but they don't even know what solutions are out there or the differences in the different solutions, which one's better, which one's not, the upsides, the downsides. They don't know any of that. And what they need is education. Now, let me just be clear about one thing. In this context, right, we're not talking about education for education's sake. I'm not talking about you just trying to show how much of an expert you are and how much you know. We're talking about marketing, education-based marketing, what we call EBM content, which is you're educating them, but you're educating them in a way where they, as they become more educated, they see the value of your unique mechanism more and more, leading them to the point where they now want it and are ready to buy it. And so big, big difference from just pure like content marketing where, you know, you're thinking that if you give enough free content that people are going to automatically buy, we obviously know that that's not the, that's not the case. And so does that make sense, Jeremy? 
Yeah, I love that. Say that acronym again, just because I know that people are taking notes, the EVM. Explain that just a little bit. That was really, really good. I think people would love to, to hang on to that. Yeah, so it's e- EBM stands for education-based marketing. And EBM content, education-based marketing, is it is it's education. The reason why I, I called it, the reason why I named it that years ago is because I wanted to differentiate from just content. You know, there was this there was this wave at one point where people started to believe in, they started to hear this idea of push the free line. Push the free line was this idea that if you gave away enough free content, enough free information, that people would say, oh, this is so good, I want to buy the person's product. Well, we know today that information alone does not generate a sale because the the internet is just a monster source of, of, of more information than you can ever consume in multiple lifetimes. And so the difference between yeah. just pure content and education-based marketing content or EBM content is that when we are educating, we're educating the prospect on what they need to know right? In order to be able to buy, we are strategically giving them insights, aha moments, uh, you know, these, these, uh, these kind of feelings of discovery. We're teaching them things that they need to know so that they see the unique mechanism as the answer, as the perfect solution, as the thing that they want. And so when you do that, they end up looking at you as that credible source, that authority, that expert, you've just delivered value because you did give them insights. You did give them new knowledge, right? Uh, uh, these new aha moments, but you've done it strategically because the new insights, the new aha moments led them to simply want your mechanism even more at which point you are perfectly positioned to make them an offer, which they really already want thanks to your education-based marketing. Oh my gosh. You guys stop, rewind and listen to all of that again. Cause that is, that is so good, Todd, that it was, that was amazing. I, I think that's honestly where I see so many of my clients struggle with. And a lot of people who are building their campaigns, they have prescribed to this free, you know, give everything away for free. And because social media is free, they're building their, their online presence and they're doing these Instagram videos and Facebook videos and they're and, and, and creating e-guides and e-books and you're just giving, giving, giving. And I have, I've, I don't know how many conversations I've had with my clients that have said this. I said, hey, guess who your biggest competition is? And they go, who? I go, YouTube, <laughs> the <laughs> internet, yeah. Google. I mean, you are giving away your content. And so they're just like, they're, that's who your biggest competition is. You're not, you're not creating that education-based marketing that gets them to buy the thing that you're doing. You're not giving, you're, you're giving the whole thing away and then you get stuck in this because I do think that there are entrepreneurs and business people out there that have a, a like almost like a fear against the sale. There's a fear against people to like come in and buy the product or service. You have to be convicted. You have to be absolutely convicted as any business owner listening to this, any marketer who's listening to this. I don't care if this is your first day on the job or this is your fifth company that you're flipping. If you are not 
absolutely convicted with the product of servicing that you're putting out there into the marketplace, you will get stuck in what I call vanity-based marketing, feel-good marketing that does that a lot. You're going to get all of your friends and family that tells you everything's amazing. Wow, this is so, so great. And guess what? You're going to be struggling month over month. You're not going to get the sales and you're certainly not going to scale, which is a tragedy because typically your product services are amazing. They are really, really good because you care so much about what it is that you're doing. But if that conviction doesn't take you to the point of sales, that conviction doesn't go to the point of actually saying, yes, buy this. I promise you it's going to do what it is. Buy it, buy it, buy it. And you don't have that, that, that one thing, then you're missing this. And so, so many people get stuck somewhere along the marketing journey into the sales aspect of it and education for education's sake, for free sake as a value add and trying to go that direction is why I think so many businesses now aren't scaling. They haven't grown. They're not growing at the pace that they want to grow because they're not implementing what you just said. That's why I love what you just said so much. Well said, man. Amen. I mean, like, look, at the end of the day, man, it's you're in business to you're in business to deliver value through the products and services that you sell. And, you know, Jeremy, like you just said, and you said it more eloquently than I could, you have to you have to look at your prospects and you have to feel like if they don't buy that they are missing out and that you've done them a disservice by not showing them why this is the perfect thing for their their situation. And so I I love that. You have to have conviction. You have to have passion for them to buy, to get the full value from you. And I just want to make one other distinction. You know, we're not, you know, EBM content is marketing. It's marketing that is delivered through education. And so it's not education. Mm -hmm. It's marketing that is delivered uh, Mm. through education. And so it's first and foremost at its root, it's marketing. I always start off every single marketing campaign, no matter what it is that we are ultimately offering in the end. And I always ask myself, what does the prospect need to believe in order to buy? In the end, before I present my offer, what is it that this prospect needs to believe to buy? And then my entire job throughout the marketing campaign, the body of the marketing message is all designed to get them to believe that one thing. It's why I I say all the time, it's why, you know, whether it's in top one or in our, our trainings, I always talk about, I don't think like necessarily like a marketer or even like a salesperson when I'm creating campaigns. I think more like a prosecutor and I am presenting a case. If you look at a prosecutor, the prosecutor The one thing that the prosecutor needs the jury to believe is that the defendant is guilty. If the jury doesn't believe that the defendant is guilty, they're not going to find the defendant guilty, right? So everything that the prosecutor does, says, shows, presents, and demonstrates is designed to do one thing and one thing only, and that is lead the jury to see that the defendant is guilty. Anything that doesn't take the jury one step closer to seeing that, it has no place in the prosecutor's message. And only when the prosecutor feels like he or she has led the jury to see that the defendant is guilty, to believe that the defendant is guilty, does the prosecutor then go into their closing arguments. The closing arguments is the equivalent for us of presenting the offer and giving a call to action. And so I really view it as you're presenting a rock solid airtight argument. And to really put a bow on this, Jeremy, for everybody, really 
What it is that for for most people, this is really a, a quick way to put a bow on our discussion. That really the one belief that I need my prospects to have that that for your entire all of your listeners that they need their prospects to have is that the unique mechanism is the most effective, most efficient, best way for the prospect to experience the outcome that they want. Right. That's what the that's what mm. the prospects need to believe. And therefore, everything that gets shared and talked about and presented in the body of the marketing is all about convincing them that the unique mechanism is the best, most efficient, most effective way to experience the outcome that they that they want. And only when we've presented that argument and we've we've established that belief in the mind of the prospect do we go into the offer. Oh man, this is so good, Todd. I love it. It's not how great your product is. It's how great your product is for you. Your key yep. word you kept saying over and over is them, them, them. You keep that you that that that's exactly right. I, I don't think I could have ever said that any better. And I love that how you just presented that whole thing with the prosecutor. That that was that is so good. And I think that all of this work, do you guys hear this again? This is not work that Todd is putting into the flash, a, a flash base ad, a banner ad versus a still or a video ad versus a, you know, a regular post on Facebook. This isn't the stuff. This guy could be talking about anything. I asked him in 2019, what is it that you believe that we should be doing? What are you looking at? And you're going into the, I mean, you went right to the core. I mean, you just, you dove right into the, the exact problem that everybody doesn't see. This is, this is the thing that you and I see all the time with our clients is like they don't see that they've missed this, right? They get so caught up in something. They don't see that they've missed this. And it's very simple once you start walking them through their campaign and what they're trying to do in their funnel that they've missed these things. And I hope everybody who's listening to this right now reevaluates what it is they're doing and stop with the shiny objects, go back to the fundamentals. And this is where the money is made, folks. This is how millionaires make millions of dollars marketing their products and services right here. This is where the money is made and building this airtight case for why your product is the best for the person you're going after. Not So many businesses stop right there. I'm making the best product, period. Nope. Yeah. And th when they think like that, they stop, right? They stop with the, that's why their marketing campaigns all are wrong. Cause that's all that, that was their thesis. That was their statement. That was their internal belief is I'm making the best product period. Oh no, you're not. It all is. It's you're making the best product for that one person that, that, it, that you're solving that one major problem or that jury that's out there or that group of people or these types of buyers go that extra level. And the money is in the them, in that statement that Todd said, the money for marketers and the money for your business is all in the them, solving their issues, solving their problems, building a solution for them, getting them to the promise, promised land, giving them the hope, making them feel like when they're finished purchasing this or going through your system or they have your, 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 their product in their hands, that XYZ is going to happen. You make it about them and you will have exponential growth in your business, you'll have an exponential growth in your campaigns. People are constantly trying to optimize their campaigns 
for lower clicks, lower cost per clicks, lower cost per lead, lower cost per acquisition, all that stuff. And they're spending all their time, you know, massaging campaigns and changing the copy. When if they would actually spend their time on this stuff, this is how you get ridiculous metrics. This is how you get this parabolic hockey stick, hockey stick shape up in growth in your business because you have created your marketing campaign around the very deepest, core part of your ideal prospects or clients needs, wants, desires, fears, greeds, all of those points. And you've, you've articulated it in your campaigns in such a way where when he says it, Todd just said it so, so well, when it comes to them actually purchasing, when it comes to the closing argument, it's here. Here's why. This is, let me just review what I just told you. This is why it has to be. And guess what? The price, people, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. It comes full circle in marketing. What This is something I really believe and I, t- I teach all the time. And people ask me, oh, what should the price be? What should the price be? And I go, it always depends. It's my favorite answer. It depends. Because if you do something, everybody believes they're different. I believe I'm different. Todd believes he's different from me. We all here who are listening, we all believe that we're unique and, and your problem is different. Your business is different. Your, you know, your strengths are different. So when you find a solution that is just for you, and we'll go back to the shoe analogy. If your you know, arches have hurt so bad for years, for years, they've been, you've been in pain and it hurts, and you think that you found a pair of shoes that will t- alleviate all that pain once and for all in your life, that you will, you will be rid of that pain forever and ever and ever, and that will not happen again, how much would you pay for those shoes? How much? Right? How much would you pay for those shoes? The price becomes irrelevant. Everything, the clothes becomes irrelevant because it's for you. Because you've done the work, like Todd just explained, you've done the work ahead of time. Todd, that was was really, really good, man. I love that. That's awesome. You know, I'll finish with this. You said something, dude. And you just, I love it, man. I just, I'm like sitting here thinking to myself, man, preach it, Jeremy. You're just rocking. Um, (laughs) You know, you said it so well, man. Like, you know, people get caught up in, in all of these shiny tools and systems and software and think that, you know, it's the page template. It's, Right. If I put, uh, you know, an upsell and a downsell, blah blah blah. And the reality is, and I heard somebody say this, and it and it's so spot on for what we're talking about. You know, just because you put wings on a bicycle doesn't mean it's airworthy, right? Like, and you know, I say I say all <laughs> yeah. the time, like, you know, like, look, you you know, when it comes to software, when it comes to tools, when it comes to the latest and greatest page builder, like, look, just because you know how to use Microsoft Word and you know all the features and you know how to do everything on it, that doesn't mean that you're going to wind up with a best-selling novel, right? It's not about the tool. It's not about the page. It's about what you say on the page. It's not about having an upsell. It's about what you say, what you offer and how it's positioned. Mm. And are you presenting a commodity? Are you presenting something unique? Are you building hope or are you just just teasing, like, are you delivering value and establishing credibility or are you just another salesperson out there making claims, which anybody and their brother can do, right? And so it's, it's really about, you know, like I say it all the time, like, look, man, you know, you can put lipstick on a pig, it's still a pig, 
right? And that's what happens for a lot of entrepreneurs, a lot of marketers. They take, whether it be a weak marketing idea, a weak hook, which is a topic for a different day, and they try to make it, or they take a weak product or an ordinary product, and they try to make it sound good. And they try to make it sound good by using hyped up copy, hyped up language, exaggeration, hardcore selling strategies, or bogus scarcity and, and urgency. And they just shoot themselves in the, in the foot. You know, the reality is that you've got to be willing to do the work, but if you're willing to do the work and build a campaign the right way, my gosh, you could make money for life. Like, and that is not hype or exaggeration. And so it's well worth, uh, you know, taking what it is that we talked about and really looking at how it applies to, uh, to your business. Absolutely. Todd, you have been incredible. And like I said, it has been an honor to have you as our first guest on the Secrets of Marketers podcast. And you did not disappoint at all. You absolutely brought it today. And I am so appreciative of you. How can... I know a lot of people are going to get a ton of value out of this. Um, and you have been a mentor of mine. In full transparency, I am uh, one of your selected students in your top one mastermind. Um, and so yeah. I have been getting a ton of knowledge for my agency from you. I implement all the stuff that you've been talking about with us into what we do every single day. So I can personally vouch for how amazing you are and what the things that you say and the things that you tell us to implement, they, they truly do turn into pure gold. It's, it's absolutely amazing. And your ability to do that, how well and easy it is for you to articulate these really complicated topics is awesome. Everybody who's listening, how can they get in touch with you? How can they follow you? How can they be a part of what you're doing? Because I'll tell everybody, it's this wasn't the attention of this. I wanted Todd just to be here on the show, just to um, give value. Because I know that uh, every time I have questions, I go to the top one group that he's a part of and ask questions there. And and it's amazing what I get back. Um, and so, but how do people get you know get in touch with you? How can they follow you? How can they get um, more information from you? Yeah, so they could check me out on Instagram, just Instagram.com forward slash Todd Brown. You can also go over to Facebook and just look up uh, Todd Brown Marketing and uh, and you'll find our page. And we, we try to put out great uh, content, EBM content, but great content uh, on a daily basis. And yeah, man, let me say this, Jeremy, I'm, I'm honored, dude. I'm honored that you had me on here. And I think that you are one of the sharper um, like you're, you're wicked sharp. And I, I wouldn't say that if I didn't mean that, I think that you have, uh, you know, so much to, uh, to teach folks, to offer folks, man. And from the first time that I saw you give a presentation on your traffic generation insights, your monetization insights, I was absolutely blown away. And so it's been, uh, an honor for me, man, to be your first guest. And I, I can't wait to see you, uh, continue to just share your wisdom, brother. Thank you, man. That's That means a lot coming from you. That concludes this episode of the Secrets of Marketers podcast. Todd, you were phenomenal. Thank you again so much for your time. And everyone, stay tuned for our next episode. You're not going to want to miss it. And once again, thank you so much, Todd. My pleasure, brother. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Secrets of Marketers podcast. You guys, this is a dream come true for me. 
Sincerely, thank you so much for downloading and listening to these episodes. If they've given you any sort of value, then do me a favor. Go to my iTunes page for Secrets of Marketers podcast and leave me a review. It's how I'm going to be able to get the word out about this podcast. Also, if you want to know when the next episode is going to be released, as well as other exciting news and updates regarding the Secrets of Marketers podcast, then go to my Instagram page at Secrets of Marketers. You guys will not want to miss it. Thank you so much for making my dreams a reality. Now go make your dreams your reality.